I'm Leah Witt. And I'm Billy Liggett. And this rhymes with orange. Austin Brennan and Rachel Davis are co-editors-in-chief of the Campbell Times, the university's award-winning student newspaper. Austin is a senior Homeland Security major, and Rachel is a junior English and History major. Both have been with the paper for the last two years. So, in full disclosure, I am actually the advisor for the student newspaper here, so I know Rachel and Austin about as well as you'd expect an advisor knows a student, I guess without creeping them out. Um, We're going to talk today about things we've talked about in the past, uh, only we've done it in the past without microphones, um, such as what it's like to run a student newspaper in the state of journalism in the world today. But as uh, as we do with every guest, we're going to start out by asking each of you how you got to Campbell. So, Rachel, we'll start with you. Okay. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Um, I've known about Campbell for the last probably 11 or 12 years of my life. It's been I've grown up in the Raleigh area, about 25 minutes up the road. So I explored a lot of other universities in the area. I did a bunch of visitation days. I took classes at other universities, but ultimately never felt as comfortable anywhere else but at Campbell University. So I'm very excited to be entering my third year here, and it's really gone very well so far. What about you, Austin? So I actually knew nothing about Campbell University until I started really getting serious about searching for colleges. Um, Campbell was one of two places that I applied to. I applied here and, and to Western Carolina. And even though Western Carolina was cheaper, Campbell had exactly what I was looking for in the Homeland Security Program. It's been something that I've always been interested in. I've always wanted to serve my country in some way, whether that's in the military, in law enforcement, or doing something in the government. So the Homeland Security Program has really been a blessing to me. That was the biggest reason, number one reason why I came to Campbell. And I also came for the small campus. I've never been a big campus type person. I've always wanted something that felt a lot tighter knit, a lot more like a community, and, and I definitely found that here. Cool. Uh, so as, as both of you said, though, neither of you are actually communications majors, yet here you are, editors-in-chief of the, uh, of the student newspaper. Um, I'm going to start with you this time, Austin. You're Homeland Security, yet uh, you're leading a newspaper. How, how did that come about? Well, writing has always been a big part of my life. My mother was an English teacher. Um, she currently teaches social studies, but she taught me how to read and write from a very early age, and it's always been something that's been a passion of mine. I actually, before I came to Campbell, started writing novels, the first one of which I'm going to publish probably the, by the end of this school year. Um, but I've also, had, I've also been very opinionated and not shy about sharing them. So rather than spend six hours a day debating people on Facebook, Um, I decided that I wanted to try and find a better platform and when one of the opinion writers for the Campbell Times wrote a piece about gun control which is something that is now a very relevant topic and something that I know a little bit about um, I actually wrote a response piece to that and it ended up getting published and from there you got uh, the bug after that (laughs) yeah I got I got the bug and and became a staff writer that next semester and the the uh, the assistant editor for opinion the semester after that and here I am very cool and Rachel I know English involves a lot of writing as well but you didn't have to go this route and yet I think it was you started your freshman year you were on board with us so uh, 
how that how that happened um, I've always enjoyed writing. I always like to joke that I can't do science, I can't do math, but I can write, and that's all I've ever wanted to do, and I've been writing from a very, very young age. So this is really a way to express myself and express my opinions and what's going on in the community accurately, and I hope well, and I really do consider that to be a service, to be informing and educating the local community of what's happening on campus. It's our job to be as reliable as possible and to be as accurate as possible and to be as timely as possible. So I think people appreciate that. Um, other than that, I've just enjoyed being part of a team. I've enjoyed getting to know the other people on the staff. So journalism has really been a way, or the newspaper, as a matter of fact, has been a way to explore my interest in journalism, even though I might not be a communication major. So it's just an interest. It's fun. Okay. Well, so again, I'm gonna say it once again. You're both editor in chief, which, um, for a lot of, for a lot of campuses, that wields a lot of power. And uh, uh, here, um, you're in a unique position where, what you write, uh, or I guess what your opinions are, you get to put them to print, and they either agree with you and and give you a thumbs up, or they disagree with you, and they give you the exact opposite of the thumbs up. So, um, whoever wants to start this one. Uh, what? Uh, how, how does that feel when when uh, people disagree with what you say, or or when they love what you say? Well, I think it's interesting. I actually did an opinion piece for our last issue that I've gotten a lot of feedback on, both positive and negative. I will say probably more positive than negative, which is what piece? What piece was that? This is a piece that was really railing against a unofficial Campbell student tradition called the White Trash Bash. And I went on there and said that I thought that the white trash bash was just disgraceful and offensive to the Harnett County community because instead of helping these people, they're dressing up as them and making fun of their situation. So it's been very interesting because I haven't received a lot of negative feedback to my face. It's been more in the form of... <laughs> Welcome to journalism. <laughs> people who don't realize they're Facebook friends with me have commented on this, have shared it, have said I'm overreacting, said that I'm thinking too much about this, too much into this. And so that's been interesting to read what people have to say about me and my work, but they don't know they're saying it to me. There's this sort of distance, I feel, right. between the writer and the reader that they don't understand that what they're saying, what they're commenting, can have an impact on the writer of the piece. So right. I think that's very interesting. But you, you do develop a thick skin, though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You kind of have to. I don't think right. you can be in this business if you take every single thing that somebody says on a Facebook comment thread personally. I think that's just sort of part of the job. And Austin, uh, your jump into the newspaper um, was through column writing, and uh, you've you've had some pretty strong opinions on things the past couple of years, and uh, I know you've gotten feedback from both sides. Uh, you seem like you enjoy the negative, though. I, I like the look in your eyes. Sometimes you, you bring it on. So I'm, I'm definitely not shy about about diving into things. I I prefer negative feedback when it's when it helps further a, a discussion, like. My last piece about the speaker that came to campus, Lawrence Ross, it, it received, I would say, almost overwhelmingly positive feedback from a lot of people. But what I really enjoyed were some of the, the thoughtful but critical comments on the piece. And I actually messaged a couple of the people who did that and said, hey, I really enjoyed reading your comment and I thank you for, for contributing something thoughtful to the discussion. Um, if somebody, I. I've learned this through years of, of debating people on Facebook is a nice way to put it. Um, if, if the discussion's not going anywhere, if people are just getting 
nasty and, and yelling, for want of a better word, inane things at each other, then I, I could care less really what you have to say. But if you're going to contribute something thoughtful to the discussion, then I'm more than more than welcome to, to talk with you and, and, and have a dialogue. It's something that I enjoy. I like this is this is a way for me to flesh out kind of what my really what my opinions are and test them and see if it's something that I really truly stand behind or if it's something that maybe I need to recalibrate a little bit um, so I, I I really enjoy it yeah okay. it's it's definitely a definitely a good experience to interact with people and that you can see that gets the most reaction out of people is when you post something like that this entire week um, the entire week after I, I I wrote that column about Lawrence Ross I had a lot of people talk to me and say, "Hey, that was that was a great article. That was exactly what we were thinking." Lawrence Ross even tried to call me out in the in his speech, although he mis he grossly misquoted me. But um, <laughs> that'll happen too. Yeah. Uh, just just for a little clarity for those who uh, are unfamiliar, Lawrence Ross was the speaker who came to campus last week. Um, you could Google his name and Campbell, and you'll learn all about it. But it, it was a controversial issue, and I want to commend both of you. I thought. Uh, I thought the newspaper's coverage of it as a whole was very um, down the middle and, and fairly done. So uh, kudos to both of you there. Uh, so aside from your work at the Campbell Times, both of you have kind of gotten a taste of uh, professional writing. I know, Rachel, you've written for Campbell's Magazine and other publications. In Austin, uh, you interned this summer at a newspaper, and you've written for other publications as well. Um, this might be a very thought-provoking question, but I know we don't have a ton of time for deep thought, but what's what's wrong with the newspaper industry? What's wrong with journalism, uh, just from what you've seen early in your careers, and what's got to happen going forward to, to save the industry? I would say my, my biggest complaint right now is opinion masquerading as straight journalism. Everybody talks about Every time I watch CNN, and we, everyone loves to hate on CNN, but it's just something that I've really noticed with them. Every time their graphic comes up that says the most trusted name in news, I cringe because a lot of their anchors and journalists seem to be opinion hosts masquerading as straight news people. I have nothing, there's nothing, I have no problem with people voicing their opinions, but at least be upfront about it instead of pretending that your opinion is the straight down the middle hard news truth i like i make i make no bones that my opinion pieces are my opinion pieces they i try and be as accurate as i can with the facts but they are not the end all be all it's okay to disagree with me i'm not the only right right voice uh rachel what do you think um we've talked a lot in class or a little in class anyway about fake news and how to spot it has uh this experience with a newspaper helped you kind of tell the difference? Oh, sure. I think that after being on a newspaper and seeing the other side of it for myself, it becomes apparent how easy it is for fake news to spread because all it takes is one word said by somebody somewhere who heard it maybe from an editor or a staff writer or somebody that is a friend of somebody on the paper and suddenly it becomes official news. So I think just seeing how quickly it spreads and then also seeing the importance of being able to shut it down fast 
um, really comes a long way in this this discussion. I, I know last week or just a couple days ago, we had an incident that we thought was going to be a lot more serious, a student being injured. We thought it was going to be like a really big, terrible thing. And then in the end, that it turned out the student was hardly hurt, everything was okay, but just from the little bit of information we had, it was very easy for it to spiral into something huge. So oh, just really understanding the importance of those rumors, but also understanding that, um, I don't know if I want to say that they're not always malicious, but this has just really helped me understand how they spread and how to then tell the difference. Okay. Well, um, last question for both of you is uh, you may or may not stick with this as a career. You might, you know, stick uh, with your majors and, and go into, you, I guess your possibilities are endless, but um, what is your experience as editor-in-chief? How's that going to help you moving forward, even if you don't stick around in journalism? Sure. Well, I think you have to be a leader in some capacity to take on this role. I think this has been helpful for me as a resume booster because English doesn't really have a set job that goes with it, and neither does history. Um, I always like to joke, if you graduate from the School of Engineering, you're an engineer. If you graduate from the School of Nursing, you're a nurse. If you graduate from the English department, what are you? <laughs> so this has really then helped me establish maybe what I want to do for the rest of my life. I know that I like writing. I know that I want to do something with writing moving forward. So this has really been a great way to get some professional experience, to develop some communication skills, to further some social skills, and really just to be able to tie that all back together to something I love. So in the end, this has been a great experience for me. I'm glad I've had this opportunity. Yeah, I would say um, as far as my experience with the Campbell Times, it's definitely taught me a lot about how to manage people, how to run an organization, which is something that I had never had experience before. Um, it's been a it's been an interesting experience. I got I got a little bit as the assistant editor for opinion, a little bit of experience in that area, but editor in chief is something totally different because you're you're managing multiple departments and you're responsible for figuring out what the cover package is going to be and keeping people um, keeping people on deadline. Yeah, and we still got to talk about it for this week though. Yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> Sorry, to I'll talk about that right now. <laughs> um, Not good. But then. <laughs> Also, this this uh, experience has actually opened up an entirely new career path for me. I didn't think I was ever going to do anything in the world of journalism before I got involved with the Campbell Times, and now it's something that is a very serious um, alternative career path for me. It's something that I really consider as one of the two main paths that I could take coming out of college. Okay. Well, we're out of time, guys. That went really, really quickly. Yes. That was a yeah. uh, great job, guys. Um, Rachel Davis, Austin Brennan. Uh, first off, I'm proud of both of you and uh, continued luck with your uh, work here for the Campbell Times and at Campbell. And uh, maybe before you guys are gone, we'll do this again. That would be great. Definitely. Thank you so much for asking. Yeah, thank you. So, hey, Leah. Hi. <laughs> uh, thank you for handing over your headphones and mic to our two guests today. This was our first multiple guest situation, and uh, you took one for the team and, and gave up your seat. So thank you very much. Anytime. I, I didn't mind doing that. I, I know Austin and Rachel very well, and uh, um, they did a great job. Yeah, they did. I, I enjoyed listening to it, so I know our listeners have enjoyed it, too. 
So I, I kind of wanted to stay on the same topic as what we were just talking about with our guests, and that's uh, kind of plays into. Oh, you're going to love this. Actually, it plays into the story of how I got to Campbell. Ooh. <laughs> how did you get to Campbell, Billy? Um, can I go all the way back in time? Well, I didn't bring my time machine, okay. but yeah. Let's so as uh, as a kid, I learned to read from my parents' newspapers, and I would go straight to the comics, and I would go straight to the sports page. And um, sports page is also where I learned math because I would follow baseball statistics and I would add up everything and football statistics. But anyway, my parents told me that long before I got to school, I was teaching myself to read. My parents are like, you know, hands off on me. Just this kid's doing it himself. He'll be fine. So I always, always, always had a love for newspapers. And even like in high school, I somehow knew that that's what I was going to do. So I majored in journalism. I, I wrote for my high school yearbook. I wrote for my college newspaper. Um, while in college, I became a full-time uh, cops writer and government writer. And then I got into sports writing because I thought I, my dream job would be I'm going to cover the Dallas Cowboys. That's my dream job. I'm going to do that for the rest of my life, and I will be the happiest human being in the world. Except I learned very early on that sports writers, and I apologize to all sports writers out there, they don't make any money. <laughs> but they love what they do. They love what they do, but they don't make any money, and I needed to make a little money. So my wife, who we were dating back then, this was about 2003, we were living in Dallas. I was a sports writer. And she had an opportunity to go to Houston as a um, pretty high-up manager in a new Nordstrom department store that they were opening in Houston. So I quit my job as a sports writer, and I moved to Houston with her, thinking, well, I'm just going to jump on at the Houston Chronicle. I'm going to be a sports writer there, and everything would be great. But then after a month of not finding a job... I was starting to get a little worried, so I actually put on a suit one day and went to a job interview for a sales position. I think it was, I want to say it was like at a Yellow Pages or something, and I am not a salesperson. I would be terrible at being a salesperson, and I remember from the interview how terrible I would be because every question they asked me, I did not have a good answer for. I stumbled through it. I was terrible. It was the worst experience in my life. And so you can imagine a month away from employment, I just bombed an interview. I'm wearing a suit, and I'm driving back to my apartment, and I see this little bitty newspaper in a suburb of Houston called Pearland, and I pass it. And so I get to a stop sign like a half a mile away, or as a stoplight, and it's one of those moments in your life where you're like, I could go straight, or I could U-turn and go back around. So what do you think I did? You whipped that bad boy around. <laughs> no, I went straight. No, <laughs> I did. <laughs> I U-turned, and wearing my suit, I drove up to this little weekly newspaper called the Pearland Reporter News in 2003 and walked in wearing my suit, was getting up the courage to ask for an application, and the first thing that happened is before I could say anything, the woman behind the counter said, are you here for the editor position? Because I did not know there was an editor position, but I'm wearing a suit. So what did I say? <laughs> yes, ma'am, I am. <laughs> no, I said, no, I, actually, yes. Like another little light bulb went off and I said, yes, exactly. That's what I'm here for. 
Uh, 15 minutes later, I was hired because um, I won't go into how all that happened, but they were very desperate for an editor and right place, right time. Uh, so at the age of 20, what was I? 2003, goodness, 26. I was 26. I was 13. Yeah. <laughs> at the age of 26, I was the editor. I was running my own newspaper That's at the awesome. age of 26. And uh, um, 2003, uh few weeks later, the space shuttle Columbia blew up over Houston, and uh, um, seven astronauts were killed. Huge news. We were 10 miles from NASA, so suddenly I'm a sports writer running my own paper, and I'm covering the death of astronauts and going to press conferences by NASA. Uh, 2005, I was a city editor in Louisiana when Hurricane Katrina hit, interviewing evacuees, touring downtown New Orleans after after it all hit, and uh, um, really life-changing experience. I moved to North Carolina, and in 2009, I'm covering the brutal murder of a five-year-old girl from Fayetteville who was, uh, who was left in Sanford, and I was at the scene when she was found. 2011, a massive tornado demolished a Lowe's home improvement in Sanford that made national news. Uh, I love journalism. I love those big events. I don't love the murder of little kids. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I love covering. Might have to edit that out, (laughs) or not, or not. You can give me back. Uh, um, I love the big events. I love, I love the passion um, that journalists have for their craft. But uh, that's how I got to Campbell, though, because in 2011, I already had a little two-year-old girl, and I, my second child, Drew, was on the way, and I realized I could not do the hours required to run a newspaper and uh, Campbell University was looking for someone to run the magazine here so that's how I got here and for six years I've had a few different positions here at Campbell but for all six years I've been editor of Campbell magazine and uh, um, my job has entailed numerous hang on a second okay Uh, but for the past six years I've been editor of Campbell magazine and what I want, where this is all coming full circle is where I was afraid of leaving journalism because I was afraid I would be leaving that passion behind. Um, I have found another passion for telling people's stories here at Campbell, which also leads to this podcast. And uh, um, Campbell, six years ago, was a great move. And I wanted to share that story because um, we've had now five guests come in sharing how they got to Campbell. And I'm hoping sometime before this semester's out, Leah, that you share the story of how you got to Campbell as well. Um, and I hope I speak for other people when I say it's been a really good experience. I've not lost the passion. And, you know, I'm 41 now. I still am very excited about my career. Well, that's great, Billy. But I hope none of those natural disasters fall at you here. <laughs> well, my first. <laughs> oh, don't even go there. <laughs> my, fir- my first month. <laughs> we won't talk about that. <laughs> Rhymes with Orange is a product of Campbell University's Office of Communications and Marketing. Vice President for Advancement is Dr. Britt Davis, and Assistant Vice President for Communications and Marketing is Haven Hoddle. Rhymes with Orange is co-produced by Sarah Harden, Director of Marketing. Director of Visual Identity is Jonathan Bronsink. Director of Web Design is Nikki Zawal. Your hosts are Leah Witt. That's me. And I'm Billy Liggett, and thank you very much again for listening to our fifth episode of Rhymes with Orange. Join us again next Wednesday for more Compelling stories from the people that make Campbell University what it is. Until then, go Camels. Go team. Go team.